Have you ever had a snack and then 20 or 30 minutes later you want another one? My guess is that if that's the case, the snack that you're having is the wrong snack. It might be too high in refined carbohydrates and sugar and not high enough in protein and fat. In today's episode, you're going to learn 15 of my favorite high-protein, low-carb snack options to help you lose weight and keep the weight off. I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, geriatric physical therapist turned online weight loss coach and founder of the Weight Loss for Health online course, community, and coaching program. Not too long ago, I was treating geriatric patients with largely preventable conditions like type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, falls, and dementia. Now I'm on a mission to help you lower your insulin resistance and inflammation to age well and prevent these diseases in the first place. I created the Reshape Your Health podcast to help you understand how your body actually works, how your hormones change with age, and how you can outsmart and outlast these hormonal changes for sustainable weight loss. If you're looking for a trusted resource and coach to help cut through the conflicting information online and get results faster, you're in the right place. And I don't just talk the talk, I walk the talk, and more importantly, I show and teach the talk daily on my Instagram account at Dr. Morgan Nolte. So be sure you follow me on there as well for daily tips and inspiration. Let's get started. Now I have a couple of things to cover before we get to the snacks. I know you want the snacks, but hang in there with me. So first, I'm not an advocate of snacking at all. I actually suggest that my clients and members structure their meals well enough, meaning they have enough calories, fat, fiber, and protein to stay satiated from one meal to the next. Now, once they have that down, if they find that they still are struggling with snacking, it's usually because of emotional eating. Now for that, I have a few tips and I'm gonna make a video maybe in the future about steps to stop emotional eating. So I'm not gonna get into it today, but I do have just a few tips if you're struggling with snacking just because of emotions like being tired, mad, sad, procrastinating, feeling like you deserve food, etc. Here's just a few steps that you can take. Here are three steps that I recommend you use to stop emotional eating. And you have to actually do the work. Put pen to paper on this first one, and that's keep a food journal or diary. Every time you emotionally eat, I want you to go through these questions. What time is it? Where am I? Who am I with? What am I doing? What am I feeling? And how can I deal with that emotion in a way that doesn't involve food? Actually write it down. Number two, find behavior patterns. So once you start keeping track of your existing habits, you can start to change them. We can't change a habit if we don't know that it exists. Number three, make an implementation intention. This one comes from James Clear in Atomic Habits. I recommend weekly intentions. So here's a template and an emotional eating example could be, I will log my food and reflect on the six emotional eating questions each night from 8 to 8.15 p.m. Once you know your pitfalls, you're gonna progress that implementation intention each week until you've successfully created a new habit. So if you came to this video wanting the low carb snacks and now maybe you realize, Ooh, I actually need some emotional eating work and I need to structure my meals better so that I'm not hungry, let me know in the comments. Trust me, you're not alone on this one. Often some coffee and naturally essence sparkling water or some hot tea will curb your cravings until the next meal. So I definitely recommend starting there with those healthy fluids before you start with the food. When I'm considering what a good low carb snack is, I have three criteria. 
First, is it a whole food or made from whole, mostly unprocessed foods? Next, is it free from or very low in added sugar or artificial sweeteners? Now, if you're snacking on something sweet, even if it's technically sugar-free, know that those artificial sweeteners will still trigger something called the cephalic phase insulin response. And some artificial sweeteners like sucralose found in many protein bars have been shown to have an even higher insulin response than regular sugar. Plus, your brain releases dopamine in, in response to sweet tasting foods. And this is your feel good hormone, and it keeps you coming back for more. You keep wanting more and more sweets. Lastly, is this mostly protein and fat? Fat and protein are more satiating than carbs. And if you're snacking because you're truly hungry, snacking on carbs will just contribute to more carb cravings. So you're going to want to stick with snacks that fall in those three categories. Now my one exception to this rule, at least right now, are the Kirkland protein bars. These are more processed than I would like, but you know what, I'm often short on time and I want something with a lot of protein and fiber. So I'm keeping it real with you today and letting you know that I do like these protein bars as a quick snack if I need it. There are certainly better and worse things that I could have. So here's a few more options. Almonds, walnuts, pistachios, or other nuts and seeds, especially pumpkin seeds. Celery and peanut butter, turkey and cheese roll-ups, string cheese or individual serving sizes of cheeses if you tolerate dairy. Fat snacks, almond flour crackers with cream cheese. Um, Parmesan cheese crisps or those cheese wisps that are getting kind of popular. Minimally processed, no sugar added beef sticks cottage cheese and I like to add some texture to it with some almonds or chopped bell peppers or other veggies, vegetables and, and hummus. I like cucumbers, carrots, celery and bell peppers. My chocolate peanut butter cups, I linked to the recipe below this video. You could do some hard boiled eggs, a small smoothie or one of my almond flour scones. I'll, I'll link to that recipe download below the video as well. You could have some olives and last but not least, mozzarella balls and cherry tomatoes with balsamic vinegar. There are a myriad of different snack mixes on the market. And if you're evaluating those, just see if they are mostly whole, minimally processed ingredients with no or minimal added sugar and artificial sweeteners. Now, I hope you got some inspiration from this video to first off, stop snacking. Structure your meals well enough so that you're not physically hungry between meals. And address the root cause of your emotional hunger that's leading you to snack and deal with it in a way that doesn't involve food. And if you do need a snack or you're working towards healthier emotional eating options, I hope you got some good ideas from this video. Again, I will link to both my chocolate peanut butter cups and a download to my smoothie recipe and scone recipe below this video. As always, thank you so much for your time and attention today. I really am here to help. So if you enjoyed this video, be sure that you give it a thumbs up, share it with your friends, subscribe to this channel and turn the bell on to get notified each and every week when I post a new video. I will see you soon in the next one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember to get those recipes. Just go to my blog and check out this post at weightlossforhealth.com. I have some great content coming for you in March. We're going to hone in on two hormones that really control your hunger and your satiety. 
Graylin and Leptin, and then I have a great training coming out about people who have arthritis and limited mobility, but still want to lose weight. A really good training for you guys. If you haven't already left a rating and review for this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. And I'll talk to you same time, same place next week. Bye for now.